Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, today we have our good friend Yago Lang. He is an amazing sailor. Uh, I was lucky enough to travel around the world with him a little bit and compete against him. Uh, he competed at the Rio Games. He won the the Princess Sophia Regatta in the 49er. And now he's on an entirely new track of environmentalism and reducing your impact on nature. So join us in a great conversation with uh, an amazing person. And I think... Quinn and I both left feeling very motivated and ready to do our part. So have a listen, and here is Yago Leng. I guess yeah, we'll get right into fun. it. <laughs> so you're doing the 49er for a while, and now you're on a whole new path. Yeah, for me, I, I found a, a new path, as you say, uh, really connected to nature, to the oceans, and trying to, to develop first personally uh, kind of a new life i would i would call it like uh, been many years uh, traveling around the world having the opportunity to to know other cultures and connected to the sport i love which is sailing and uh, since my first beach cleanup uh, it really changed like uh, what my my goals and my daily thinkings you know like uh, really like my 24 hours a day I'm thinking like what I can what can I do to protect the oceans and to get to know more the nature and how connect communities involved into solutions and and uh, yeah since uh, December 2019 when with Klaus and myself we did not make it to the Olympics um, well the pandemic came but uh, yeah a lot of things like really I am I, I am thankful for all the opportunities that all the environmental stuff is giving to me. And even like uh, on a way, the nature is giving me the opportunity. You know, when you protect nature, then nature protects yourself. So this is really happening for me. And it's a lot going on, really. It's, it's a lot and really enjoying the moment. That's awesome. Yeah. And you were doing it um, before you like fully stopped sailing, though, right? Because yeah. We're starting the beach cleanups when I was sailing the 49er for a little bit. And I think, I mean, that was what, two years ago, you kind of started doing that. Yeah. Three, three years, actually. I started uh, December, 2018. Actually, everything started here in Mare Plata, uh, Klaus, myself, and uh, the Austrian team. We many days sailing in the river and as well in Mare Plata, we saw a lot of plastic and for us it was like, kind of normal but one day we say no let's do a beach cleanup and then uh, since then 2019 and today I was remembering a bit uh, we start doing beach cleanups during sailing events and uh, today 49ers sailing tag me on a cleanup they are doing the, the sailors I, I make a mistake I thought it was during the Greece uh, championship but it was uh, in Marseille and uh, it it got me back those memories where all the sailors were doing like a something which sometimes we feel okay it's not the solution which is a beach cleaner but as well it engages us into a kind of a conversation where what's going on what we can do what extra can we do and and i write a story and 
And I think the biggest race we are as sailors facing right now is to protect our oceans. And still many of us, we don't realize. And so it's so much to do as a responsibility to, to rise up the awareness and rise up the game, let's say like that, you know, it's, it, it involves all the areas. It's not just one cleanup. It's not that. Yeah. I think yeah. it's interesting that you started in the, the foreign or like in the sailing community, because I mean, the campaign life, like traveling around the world and there's so much like equipment that we buy. Like, I think it's, I mean, as much as it's just, you're sailing in a boat, you know, there's so much more like stuff that we either pollute or trash or. Um, so I think it's, it's definitely the right place to start the, the conversation, which is, I think, awesome that you guys are doing that. For sure. And as well, uh, for us and for me personally, uh, we got used to this reality, you know, like our playground is polluted and it's something that we have to face it and accept it. And uh, in the river, I, I, I grow up and I sail and I start like all my, my, my better moments in my life. It's fully polluted right now. So it was like, I cannot keep going out daily sailing, coming out and saying, I am going to the Olympics or this or this good result representing Argentina and do not protect the place that give me so much. So uh, right now, my eyes see everything as a transition, you know, like uh, I, I understand that as a sailor, we need to buy things, we need to travel. Okay, hopefully in this transition, we found new ways and, and opportunities to keep doing that or, or find other, like, I do not recommend all the sailors to stop sailing because sailing is a great sport. And right now to travel around the world is great as well. But uh, hopefully, like everyone can find a transition into what we've been doing and how can we be more uh, environmentalist or let's put it any word, it doesn't matter, but just protect what, what we love. And in this case, is the oceans for all of us. And, and it's, I do not accept to go training and to use single use plastic and drop it just wherever, wherever we can drop it. It's like, okay, this we can change it for sure. And then from that, little thing then we can change the next one like what we are doing when we finish our cycle with our sales or our material or even like how are we learning from the places we are and uh, i've been really inspired by a lot of uh, surfers like uh, dave rastovich for me is a big inspiration as well i see like the movies of torrent martin although it's not full environmentalist in what he's spreading out but it's like connected to nature and i see like an, a big big opportunity in the sailing world to rise up those people instead of just rising up people who have good results and that's it. And, and I see like the movement around everyone now, it has a sponsor or has a voice in terms of uh, environmental uh, organizations. And this is great, but now we have a big, huge responsibility when we speak out of these problems of what we are doing to do it from, from inside here, you know, because if not, we are just part of the greenwashing of the movement and, and it's not good. <laughs> Sure. Or, yeah, or it's not as, as good as what we can do. Sorry, it's not, it's not, maybe I'm too harsh saying that. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's kind of an interesting balance because I feel like the people that are more um, connected and like connected to nature, the ocean, like you were talking about, maybe sailors and surfers, like they, they maybe have a bigger impact almost because they're flying around the world and using all that stuff. But then also they have that connection that they like start to realize and see different places so quickly. So I think there's probably, a, diff, a little balance there, but it seems like the uh, 
the awareness is is more important. But uh, so how did the um how are you connected to the par the parley? Is that how you pronounce yeah, parley. it? Parley. Parley is one of my life changers. I would say it gave me yeah. opportunity to start working for for what I love to protect the oceans. And it was just casual doing a cleanup in Argentina. It was a big event with 45 sailing harbors. This was February 2019. And the, the Hawaiian representative, he, Kahi, his name, uh, we, we connect, we met in Buenos Aires, we spoke, and then we shared some ideas. And I say, like, I am sailing, you know, I do not have time to other job. And uh, it went well, a few meetings, a few emails, and... I start as an ambassador first, and then yeah, straight away I start uh, doing director for Argentina, all the operations. And the parlay is like, a, for me, it gives me opportunity to work for what I love and, and to, to create new path into my personal life and to the communities I, 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 yeah, I collaborate. I would say like parlay to express it well is a, organization and their pillars is collaborate and communication you know and this is the, the way i try to found all the projects i do and and coming back to the, the topic we just left behind uh, it's hard to to say what is good and what is bad you know because me as a surfer now or as a wing foiler i buy material i understand that i am creating like a, a transport to get those materials for china or from whoever to argentina okay uh, i i don't want want to left everything behind and to live just from nature and to be like a aboriginal or whatever. I'm not ready for that. But the, on all the decisions I do on my daily, I, I consider like, how can I create the lowest impact? Or if I am creating an impact to understand it and okay, this transition again. And, and parallel is giving me this opportunity whether, yes, I, I, I work for nature. So it's, I prefer to work for nature at work not for nature or for the oceans in this case yeah for sure yeah i mean it's a complicated topic because uh i feel like no one can be no one can be perfect you know so <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah it's interesting but that that so what are they uh what are they their kind of main focus are they doing like kind of organizing people or are they kind of working on voting or or kind of what's their their like main focus right now or parley is it change parley took me a while to understand to understand because it's it's huge and it's in many countries it's in more than 30 countries uh, as i say they collaborate in many projects as well they they work with the big companies kind uh, like adidas they they work on a specific uh, program with adidas in the past they've been doing with corona with american express with the united nations right now a uh, parlay as a sailor is happy i'm happy to see it on sailgp australia for example uh, and there are projects uh, involve other athletes, other companies. In Argentina, more specifically, what, what I uh, do is, uh, yeah, we, we are part of the global cleanup network, we call it. We do cleanup all around the world. And, and uh, for us, when we express what we do on a cleanup, it's, a, it's not a, the final solution. We are trying to raise awareness, to educate, to, to collaborate and to fund like a people who want to do something. And from there is a starting point. And then um, we do a lot of education. I was, uh, I think I was telling uh, Dane, uh, since pandemic started, I, I've been able to reach out more than 16,000 kids uh, virtually talking about the uh, plastic pollution, the importance of the oceans. 
so clean up education and then special programs uh, i am really focused in patagonia is something that called me a lot my attention um during 2020 summer before pandemic uh, i was there just uh, i did not qualify to olympics i took myself into an adventure into the wild patagonia and everywhere i was i was seeing a lot a lot of pollution you know mainly so i started with my phone doing some videos and a lot of people were saying i want to help i want to help and since then i did like six six to eight missions inviting people to come with me and it's kind of a of a journey that uh, you know when you buy a ticket to go to somewhere you go we go to patagonia and you say okay i'm going to find really nice places okay we go and find new new and really cool places but as well we 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 learn from the area we protect the area with our hands doing a cleanup or or engaging with the community so yeah this this patagonia mission i am right now the last one we we pick up six tons from an island that only penguins live and uh, yeah it's uh, like i am in in contact with marine biologists uh, with the educators with the activists and as well as Tompkins Conservation, they have an area over there, uh, it's called Rewilding and we are collaborating as Parley Argentina with Rewilding Argentina. So it's, it's very interesting what I'm right now with Parley and I'm really thankful for the opportunity, you know, because this gives me yeah. the, the position to, to do and, and to do with the support and the constant uh, being able, you know, this. Yeah, that sounds really cool. I think it's it's interesting that um, I mean like that you can <laughs> go to an island that only penguins live and there's six tons of trash on it, um, and I think the hardest thing for people to understand is like that people aren't around that all the time like they don't fully understand, um, and then I think the kind of the follow up question is like how do you I'm sure you get a lot of like people coming up and like I wish I could help but I don't really know where to start or I feel like I'd love to do a trash cleanup, but it feels like I'm doing so little. Like what's kind of your, uh, I guess your pitch to uh, tell them like where to start or what, because <laughs> it's, a, it's a big project, you know, like. Yes, I am. I, I do this question to myself every day, really like what can I do and, and how can I do it? And even like step up my game on a way. Uh, I do not, I don't know the answer really, uh, for sure. Just before this call, I was like trying to review a bit what's, what's been going on and, and passion really is helping me on, on this issue, you know, like I really put passion to what I'm doing and, and although it's parlay or as well, we can speak about 11 hour racing and I am really grateful for these supporters, collaborators, or even the people, uh, I do it because I want to, it's not about the money. It's not about any specific mission it's more like what it drives me so so if someone wants to do a beach cleanup for sure i am keen to help and and that's what i do in social media a lot and now i have to stop a bit my social media because i was having like 500 request messages after any cleanup like boom all the messages you know and and this unbalanced my life because <laughs> Like I am not doing this to to be what nothing. I, I was doing it because I want to do a cleanup, and it caused so much attention that I have to balance myself for my personal life. And as well, something I want to add is by by working in in this environmental issue that is called 
I would say specifically plastic pollution, I start having psychological problems, you know, because I dream with trash, I know the issue. And, and you get crazy when you see like, just to give you an example, the place I came to live, I am more, I am in nature, like it's not such a big infrastructure, actually none. And uh, there is only once a week, the, the dump, the, the truck for the dump site will come only once a week. And if, if it is rainy or if it is mud on the roads, they will not come. So this uh, challenged my game like six, during six months, I did not put anything on the road, like any, not, not any single trash bag. And I keep it all myself. And, and all these challenges is, if you ask me what I'm trying to do, I'm just trying to challenge myself as when we are sailing, like how can I get better? Well, this I put it into, into these specific things and, and learning a lot. And, and, and it's, it's, it's kind of crazy because if you listen to someone in the 80s or in the 70s or even before, they are talking the same, the same words we are expressing right now. But maybe now we have the opportunity that more people are listening to us because it's more obvious climate change and plastic pollution and, and these issues. Yeah, I think it's uh, pretty interesting. When I was doing a, some school trip a while ago, they had us uh, just weigh like all the food that was thrown away after like a, a dining hall or something like that. And it was mind blowing how much food is. And then as soon as, as soon as we started doing that, like throughout the week, it got less and less and less because everyone kind of knew like how much food they were wasting basically. So I'm sure like if you do six months, not throwing any trash away, you're going to, you're going to understand how much you create. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. And, and the same as a beach cleanup, you know, when yeah. we do a beach cleanup and you pick so many plastic bottles or plastic items that you consume every day, then you say, okay, I'm going to try avoid or reduce and uh, for sure it changed this uh, in, in the culture in the countries so I, I really enjoy being having the opportunity to travel with sailing to different places I remember New Zealand last time uh, during worlds or even by when I lived with my family in San Francisco and now all those information I, I got and I saw with my own personal eyes now I can apply it here into Argentina that we are in many areas super undeveloped and, and by being so undeveloped then you had a huge problem because it, there is many places you cannot find a solution or you're away from the solution and you see like like the river i sail is connected to three or four massive connected rivers coming fully polluted and yeah they are putting barriers kind of valley and stuff but this is unbelievable the, the amount of trash gets there and uh, yeah when i when i show this on social media as you say uh, by having the opportunity to meet other sailing friends or people around the world and they see okay this is happening really because i know this guy he's showing it and then people saying okay i start using my reusable bottle or other other things that i feel really proud of of what we are as a sailors doing right now and I know there is so much more to do, or surfers as well, because now I, I consider myself a, a passionate surfer and I get really inspired by them. Yeah, not a, not a sailor anymore. <laughs> yes, only, uh, only what, what you're doing in the moment. So is there, a, is there, I mean, obviously, like, I know that uh, every kind of everywhere you go in the world can be affected by plastic and pollution stuff. Or are is there like areas that you've been that have kind of been like an example that you're trying to copy or something, or it's different countries that seem to have it more figured out 
um, or have better kind of regulations and stuff, um, or is it kind of treating treating everything the same or every place the same? No, sense? no, for sure there are difference. Uh, I cannot talk about all the countries, but uh, as an yeah. example, as a sailor, when we were in 2019 World Championships, and they they uh, they did all the efforts to avoid single-use plastic. This was massive. This was exactly uh, the same example that they say about the food, you know. And now, for me, the next level as sailors is compost, and I've been really pushing for that, and I make huge improvements in in Argentina, and I want to take it like a globally into the sailing community. We eat a lot of food that we just food as food scrap out there and then we don't think where it's going but i know it's going to a wrong direction mainly yeah and now like 11 hour racing and sustainable coastline hawaii they are developing one of the developers is a container that you are able to to do compost in the container for um, i i don't want to say the, the wrong number but it's a huge number and this can goes into sailing venues sailing regattas and uh, I was full on to that, and then pandemic came and I stopped, but maybe for 2022, one of my plans is to come back closer to the sailing community again, where it's all started for me and from a different perspective. But all this needs time, uh, for sure, is preparation and yeah, your call. And as well, I would say like what I saw from 49er doing cleanup, it called my attention. Okay, I still have things to do in the sailing community and I should, and I should do it, you know, I have the, as well, when we were talking about parlay, then 11 hour racing came and for me was, was amazing. Like in our 11 hour racing, I only have great words, great words about them. You know, they, they are really into the cause. They really support and they, they help us on an educational project with the sailing community already with two years ago. And now as an ambassador, I have the opportunity to create projects. And we did a project here in the community I live related to veggie garden, to compost, to educational talks, to, we call it so, social surf. I went with the Argentinian who went to Olympics. We went to a few social places to build a compost with the kids, to talk about the oceans. And all this was supported by 11 hour racing. And I have the support for 2022. And yeah, I'm fired up when I'm talking with you. Like this compost really for me is, I, I like sometimes you get used to you know when you are doing all these things for you is something normal but let's say like uh, when we drop a plastic into a recycled place we do not know how is the process but when we have our own compost or we see with our own eyes that this fruit will convert into soil we see the process and then we have our soil with our veggie garden that we are having our own food the circle is perfect so this is yeah. like the approach and first i i will say i'm really testing myself out you know i cannot go out and say all these things if i do not test it myself but we know that as sailors we use so much fruit and you go to the sailing community harbors or whatever and there are no compost bins i, I can assure you many places and this is bang you do it you can do it really easy and uh, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> that'd be great to see a bunch of compost bins around a, a sailing event that'd be pretty insane um but i kind of want to jump uh back a little bit because you mentioned a lot of this comes from kind of your connection to sailing i know you you obviously started sailing uh when you were young and um you have your your dad as an insane <laughs> an insane mm -hmm. sailor as well but kind of like 
what was your growing up process of learning to sail and then kind of what made you want to do an Olympic campaign? Because you guys, you guys have been, you and Klaus have been doing 49ers for quite a while now, or not anymore, yeah. but you guys sailed a long time. Yes, um, so for me, it was the opposite than Klaus. Um, my dad was sailing around the world, Olympics, uh, Volvo Ocean Race, America's Cup, and I say I don't, I don't want to be in that sport because I miss my my father. So, I just started sailing uh, when I was 19. Uh, after school, I went to university in Valencia, and my dad got me a, a job as a as a yeah. I was uh, cleaning the base of the America's Cup uh, from the Swiss team, the Victory Challenge. And then after six months, after I was doing cleaning and I was like kind of doing whatever job requires, I start. Uh, I did six months in the sail off. I really enjoyed it. Then I started a bit of big boat sailing and I had more and more passion into sailing. And uh, it all started there really when I was 18, 19 years old. I, I did a few years lasers just to, to be able to sail every day because on the big boats, you are not able to do that. And then, uh, yeah, the chance came with Klaus in 2013, 49ers sailing. And uh, it was, uh, yeah, my dad supported us a lot. You know, his vision, his experience helped us to, to quickly get better. And, uh, and then, yeah, just to separate what we did in, for Rio and to Tokyo, I think uh, we... Actually, we sailed back for Tokyo and we did not go to Tokyo. And uh, one of the reasons for sure is my, my passion to protect the oceans. But there are some other reasons which I'm still many times thinking like what happened. And, and yeah, it's such a difference between winning or losing and, and the momentum when you are up there. Right now, Klaus is a father and, and yeah. It happened, you know, and it's all yeah. good. And all the, those lessons are helping me to be where I am right now that I decide not to be full into sailing. And, and yeah, I have a backyard where I grow my veggies and I have a compost. And, and, and it's because I've been sailing to be able to, to do what I'm doing right now. So yeah. I really appreciate all that. Yeah, that's, that's great perspective. Um, it's also probably a good note for everyone that wants to sail the 49er. <laughs> you started big boat sailing and 19 years old. So there's hope. <laughs> yeah, Klaus is really good, though. Like, Klaus helped me a lot. But, uh, yeah. yeah, again, passion. And I see, like, when I was in San Francisco, when we started with Klaus, we started there with the, with many Americans. And and you are able to sell 49 if you put hours and if you want to learn. And, and yeah, it's a great boat, I would say. <laughs> Nowadays, yeah. everyone wants to go fast. So, yeah. <laughs> jump into 49 yeah, that's cool. Yeah, maybe without the, uh, I guess without the sailing and stuff, then you wouldn't kind of have that connection to the ocean. So maybe it's more about that, like kind of more of a stepping stone to, to something you want to do now. But it's interesting. Yeah, maybe that, maybe just to yeah. add, it's like I feel maybe I got a bit too too to extremes. You know, first I was full into sailing, then full into protection, and now I am trying to balance it and put it all together again. Mm -hmm. I was really happy January and February 2021. I helped uh, Tina and Sunny from, from the German team in Europe for two months. And, and when they won the medal, for me, was fully proud, you know, like uh, I, they, I only been two months in their campaign, so it's not something <laughs> huge what I've done. But, 
But anyways, like they gave me the opportunity to feel part of the circuit, you know, to feel part again into sailing and then uh, this vision that sailing is connected to the oceans, to nature is like my new path. And now I am collaborating with World Sailing. So I am really related to sailing, although I am not into the competitive sailing because I feel if I do that, then I have to remove all my other... (laughs) Yeah, it's quite a a time commitment, huh? (laughs) Um, Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so for the future, you're kind of, you're kind of like working with, with sailing. Do you, do you have any like sailing plans, like mellow ones? Are you pretty much, pretty much cutting it off for, for you? Just sticking to the winging and the foiling? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Foiling, I am really uh, addicted on a, on a good way uh, and foiling <laughs> yeah. is taking me to, to sail all those places that in the past I say I want to come here with a 49 and you are not able to get the boat there and now yeah. you just put it with the, with the yeah. wing and go out there um, sometimes I feel really attracted for kite foiling uh, but yeah all the structure you know you need to do it well it, it's, it's, it's a lot of investment in money in time yeah. And uh, for the moment, that is not pushing me to do it. And uh, uh, big boat sailing, I have some offers. Coaching, I have some offers. Coffer, uh, coaching, I, I like because I, I think I can connect uh, my both passions, you know. Yeah. And this is, and, and let's, I, I'm not closing a door, like maybe 49er in, in yeah. a few years. Yeah. I say I want to go back. And, and you know, but from Argentina, it's quite hard. This, if I will be from, from Europe, it would be much easier, but from Argentina, it takes. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, a, a full-time commitment or full life commitment really to do it for four years. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, we kind Klaus, of both, oh, sorry, go sorry, ahead. go ahead. Um, <laughs> we Klaus, kind of both had a, oh I'll go, I so hard over zoom, but uh, we yeah. kind of both had a, like similar stuff with the kite foiling. Like if you're not training every single day and stuff, then there, it just doesn't, doesn't stay fun anymore because you can't, you know, stay at that level. And then all of a sudden you, you want to have some diversity in your life. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I can't, I can't be training and, and can't stay competitive. And then you're just like, just slowly kind of fades out and you prioritize other things. So I think it's good to stay balanced instead of, or at least like check yeah. back in, you know, you uh, check out of something and you're like, Oh, I miss it. So I'll go back or it's like, Oh, I like, I like doing other things better. So no, and, go ahead. And as what I would say in terms of sailing, I think there is a huge space for adventure in sailing to develop, you know? Yeah. Like, and this is what I'm trying to do. It's uh, like sailing is not just uh, sailing around marks and, and who is the fastest and who is the best one. And and yeah. I think I, I see it in surfing, you know? Like in surfing, you can watch WSL and, and have your idols there. Or you can get out there and say, oh, who is your free rider that you love? And in sailing, it's kind of, it's hard to find your free sailor. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do not find it. And, and really, I want to develop that. You know, let's, let's make this like an awesome sport that we are every day on the water. We are super connected and, and let's show it, you know. That's my yeah. conversation with Red Bull right now. Like, why is just who is the best one? It's not about that. Yeah. <laughs> let's face yeah, it's, it. It's we interesting. Competitive. Yeah, we are on the wrong. We we should be collaborative, and and that's one of the paths I'm trying to develop. Yeah, it's interesting since I've started foiling and winging and downwinding is like, like even just like looking at weather forecasts, I I completely changed and like learn new things because I'm I'm looking for different things, and now I'm looking for like, 
how long is the fetch and how big are the waves going to be created because of that? Or I would never think about like how windy is it and how much waves are created, <laughs> you know, like you just look <laughs> at your local forecast for sailing or at least buoy racing sailing. And you're just kind of like, Oh, that's going to be what it is, but there's so much more. And it's, it's fun to learn or to use all the things you learned in a campaign um, and apply it to something else. Which is yeah, but if, if we would not be sailing with six knots and super like uncomfortable on a 49 <laughs> or any other boat and or doing a like a regatta where you are having your nerves full on into you are beating the other guy or whatever, yeah. then you will not enjoy this area. So both need to be like, a, <laughs> yeah, I will right. not just go for a strong breeze downwind <laughs> because you know, then you will get maybe I want to go for, an, for a regatta. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I kind of wanted to hop back to uh, uh, sailing with Klaus and sailing with your brother because Quinn and I did it for a couple of years and it was tough at times, but also learned a lot. Like you guys seem to be very, very close and any, uh, I don't know, life lessons from <laughs> sailing with your brother? Yeah, again, like uh, we, we both grew up sailing together uh, when I was 2013, I do not know exactly my age, but I remember Klaus was around 20 or even less. Mm -hmm. So for Rio was a different perspective than for Tokyo and all these lessons like were in our life, we were standing while we were sailing together for seven years. I look back and it's been like great memories and as well, like some memories that, okay, maybe if we were more mature, we could handle better or it was just our, uh, you know, weak points i would say like with klaus when we were connected we were super strong and we show it in, in international level you know and then our weak point that's okay with that level that we had sometimes we would not connect and this will affect our result and the, but i i take it and, and if i go back I, I will take it the same you know this was the the campaign itself the life now with Klaus we enjoy a coffee and he's a father and I and I take uh, his son for a walk or whatever and, and we talk about life with no regrets this is this is for sure I let's say like this when I I was a bit sad when the Olympics happened and I was not there you know but uh, a few days after I I I I say thanks for that. Thanks to not be on the Olympics and, and all what it appears after that. Because like it's crazy, you know, and I sometimes I say it and I cannot express it in words, but after picking up tra uh, trash or after my beach cleanup, my first beach cleanup, my life changed. And this is true. And it's, it's hard to put it into words, but, but this happened. And okay, I'm part of this transition that I've been a competitive sailor and now I'm more everything in terms of nature ocean and a holistic approach this way yeah. like no i think that's a great point because like you set your goal for one thing and maybe it doesn't happen and and somehow like that's the best thing that could happen you know like yeah <laughs> like Nevin yeah. and i were very very similar kind of situation where we thought there was a chance we could go but end up not going and you know onward and upward <laughs> and yes. some cool stuff yeah. since uh yeah but it is a little sad not being at the olympics but yeah it's, a, it's yeah. an interesting life life goes on <laughs> life goes on and life is so every time i get a bit negative i i get back into like being grateful and seeing i don't know the english word but abundance i think it's abundance abundance like Abund every, yeah. everything around us is 
it's not so positive, you know, although we are facing all this climate change and all these problems, we have to, to see it as well from the good views that we are enjoying life, we have the opportunity and we have the opportunity to do more. And, and if we if we learn from nature, you can get your own food, you can, it's, it, it never ends to learn from nature really, it's, it's the best place to, to develop all the inner and outside ideas. Yeah, I would 100% yeah, totally. <laughs> good point it, it's, but uh yeah it sounds I, uh, so philosophical sometimes that is hard to to concrete you know to say okay yeah. this guy is saying something i'm not saying anything actually <laughs> yeah i also think uh yeah like like the things that uh when you kind of step away from that world like i think sometimes people get too narrow with it and you're you're stuck in like olympics and campaign and then all of a sudden you do something you have an experience like like you had in patagonia or something and then you know it definitely puts a little perspective onto to uh, like certain little things that you once thought were a lot more important, maybe. Um, yeah. So I think I think having that diversity is is important to see like kind of what you value in your life. But it looks like uh, we have less than a minute left. For our <laughs> Zoom call. <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, you want to to call back or you want to find it for me? Is the same? Uh, no, I guess this is a I think a great spot to end here. Um, we've been trying okay. to keep them around forty minutes, but. Um, no, okay. I thought it was it was awesome, um, and no, thank, thank you so you much. much. And yeah, I'm yeah, inspired any, now. <laughs> Go start any, some compost. Any, if there's anything yeah, else you want to yeah, talk about, yeah. though, we could we could hang on. So, yeah, uh, go up to you. No, up to you. no, it's it's okay. all connected. I normally yeah. what I try to when I express something, it's everything is connected. So yeah, uh, yeah. This, well, we'll this definitely really, yeah. like good transition of what we are doing and the way we are approaching and and to get inspired from. Like someone would like 49er, another one would like foiling, another one would like uh, big boats. And this is the same for environmental, you know, you know, yeah. you do not need to do the same as the other, just find your path and totally and inspire by others as well. Cool. Well, definitely, definitely inspiring. And we'll, we'll follow along. Keep supporting. <laughs> cool. All right. Thank you, Iago. That was amazing. Okay, guys. Good awesome. luck. Good Thank you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.